everyone, welcome to All Things Iceland. This is Jules, a native New Yorker that moved to Iceland in 2016. After falling in love with the country, I started the All Things Iceland podcast and social media channels in 2018 to share with travelers and others who are interested in Iceland about the country's fascinating history, culture, nature, language, and travel. Sharing insights, travel recommendations, folklore, interviews, and so much more have helped thousands to become more familiar with Iceland and have epic adventure. One of Iceland's most iconic and breathtaking landmarks is Hallgrimskirkja Church. This isn't just any church, though. It's a symbol of Icelandic identity, as well as a fusion of history and a beautiful architectural design that speaks volumes about the country's unique character. Later on in my random fact of the episode, I will share who this church is named after, so definitely make sure to stick around for that towards the end of the episode. Before I jump in, though, I have a special announcement, and that is I have created a form where my listeners and followers can submit questions for the Ask Jewels About Iceland segment. And basically, there'll be podcast episodes that I plan to do in which after you submit your question, I will then take, you know, at least if I get 10 of those questions, so minimum of 10 to make an episode, I will then answer those questions. And it could be about anything regarding Iceland. It could be about my journey or experience. Of course, it could be about the language, culture, history, travel. I just ask that on the forum, you just submit one question at a time. And it can be found in the description of this episode, the link for it. I'll also have it in the top navigation in the About Me section on allthingsiceland.com. It's super simple form that only asks for your first name to submit and, of course, your question. And like I mentioned, I'll just create separate podcast episodes. If I end up getting more than 10 questions, then every 10 questions will be an episode. So just keep that in mind. And this is just a segment that I started this year, 2024, and I'm excited about being able to answer your questions. So feel free to send them in. Now back to Hatlgrimskirkja. So this church, which is a towering presence in the Reykjavik skyline, it's sitting on top of a hill. And it doesn't really feel like that sometimes when you see it, just because the building is so tall. But as you walk up Skola Vörðustigur, you end up you know, realizing that it is on the incline for sure, in that the church stands at 74.5 meters or 244 feet, making it not only the tallest church in Iceland, but also one of the tallest structures in the country. And what's nice is that it's visible from many places in Reykjavik, even as you're going out towards the countryside. So it becomes a landmark for many people who are like walking in the downtown area. If you need to kind of orient yourself to find your way, it's very helpful to just look for the church that in essence looks like a rocket (laughs) when you see it. And if you're curious, of course, about what it looks like on my website, I'll have photos of the church and not only ones of modern day, but back in the day when it was standing in what was more of a village of Reykjavik. So Reykjavik was not always, of course, this modern town. It was actually quite small and more spread out in terms of the houses. And the way that the church came about is that Althingi, or the Icelandic Parliament, put out a design competition for the church in 1929. They wanted a church, didn't know what it was going to look like. Their only specifications were that it had to seat 
1,200 people and have a high tower that can possibly be used for radio signal transmissions. The church's design ended up being done, or the person who won, I should say, is the state architect at the time, Budion Samuelson, and he was commissioned in 1937 in order to design this church. He drew inspiration from stunning Icelandic landscape. So when you look at the church itself, you'll see in the exterior that it mimics the fascinating basalt columns found in different places around the country, like the famous Reynesfjara Black Sand Beach in the south coast or Svartefoss Waterfall, which is in the southeast. Overall, the design is meant to depict the mountains and glaciers of Iceland soaring up through imitations of hexagonal basalt columns. Many people, when they see the church, they think it looks like a rocket. You know, that's one thing I've heard. Some people are, you know, have other ideas of it. Of course, you can look at it and let your imagination run wild about what it looks like to you. But the idea was for it to look like basalt columns and then mountains and glaciers. The building of the church started in 1945, and the first stage of it was complete in 1948. However, only the ground floor of the back of the church was consecrated for service. So the whole church, of course, as it was being built, wasn't being used for service just because it hadn't been consecrated for that. And it's a Lutheran church, by the way. That's really important to mention, just because Lutheran is the largest group when it comes to, like, religions in Iceland and, of course, this church being the largest in the country, I guess, kind of fits <laughs> as to why uh, it is also Lutheran. And the whole church was consecrated on October 26, 1986, which is a long time. You think about from 1948 when the first service was being able to be held to 1986, in which now the whole church was consecrated for service. And October 26 happens to be the day before the death of Hallgrimur Pettersson, and the same year that Reykjavik was celebrating 200 years of being a town and city. If you're a fan of expressionist architecture, you'll spot similarities in the interior of Hatlgrimskirke Church with, I hope I'm saying this right, Grundtvig's Church in Copenhagen, and then there's uh, one in Berlin that is very German to say. I'm not really sure how to say it, so I'm not even going to attempt, but it's in the description of this podcast episode on allthingsicen.com. It starts with a K. It's K-I-R-C-H and then an A-M as a separate word and, and then it just keeps going. <laughs> so you can see it. And if you speak German and want to send me how the pronunciation is, feel free. I'm down to learn a little bit of German to be able to understand that better. So along with designing this iconic church, Samuelsson is also responsible for designing the National Theater in Iceland, the Roman Catholic Church in Reykjavik, and the main building of the University of Iceland. Once you step inside of the church, it is so beautiful and calm and peaceful, and it just feels like you're greeted by a serene yet powerful atmosphere. The interior spans 1,676 square meters and is a blend of traditional and modern design elements that kind of has this grandeur feeling to it because it, the ceiling is so high. And yet at the same time, it doesn't feel like it's too cold, in my personal opinion. There's something very welcoming about it. And I think it might be because of the windows and how much light comes in. But also, there are two large pipe organs in the church. And so there's a Johannes Klaes of Bonn organ, 
featuring electric action. So 102 ranks, 72 stops, and a staggering 5,275 pipes. So the tallest of those stands at 15 meters tall and weighs 25 metric tons. And it's an instrument that not only plays music, but also tells a bit of a story. I feel like when, and I've sat there and listened to the organ play, and there's just something that reverberates in you that's really beautiful, even if you're not religious, which to be fair, I'm not very religious, but I do enjoy hearing music that's played beautifully, regardless of wherever it is. So the organ was financed through private gifts. And I think there are some pipes still that people can purchase. And so once you buy it, you'll end up getting a certificate that says you are patron of a particular pipe, which is nice. So you can always have that forever memory of being a patron and pass that legacy down to your family if you'd like to. Along with just like the architecture inside, there are lovely statues all around that depict different religious events or figures. So you can go around and check those out. And they're done by a different Icelandic artist. And to add to all of this, because they talked about the church needing a tower, that was something that was specified by the government for the design contest. There is an observation tower in which people can pay to go up to see amazing 360 views of Reykjavik. So you take an elevator to go up there and you do have to pay though. So entrance into the church itself is free, so the ground floor, but going up to the tower, the observation tower, costs 1400 ISK for adults and 200 ISK for children. So 1400 is somewhere around $11 and 200 ISK is around a dollar and some change. There are discounts though for seniors and groups of 10 or more. When you first approach the church, you end up meeting on the outside. You'll also see that there is a figure that is standing there looking like an epic explorer. And that's because he is or was. And it's Leivur Eriksson. And this statue was a gift from the United States. So the sculpture not only honors this legendary Icelandic explorer, but it also commemorates a millennium of parliamentary history in Iceland. If for whatever reason, what I just told you does not intrigue you to come to the church, here are some reasons why I think it's worth it. First of all, such a big part of Icelandic history in terms of not only showcasing really cool architecture, but also unique elements that it come, when it comes to the nature and artistic innovation when it comes to the music inside of there. So whether it's just simply you like to look at beautiful buildings or you want to be inspired even in terms of going in and feeling some of the magic that's flowing around in that building, you'll have a fun time, I think, exploring this very special and iconic place. In essence, it's a piece of living history that connects the past with the present and a place where art, culture, and nature converge in what I think is a truly Icelandic way. If you would like to experience a mass of the church, you are more than welcome to do so. But of course, you're always asked to please be respectful because this is a religious ceremony. There are often concerts at the church that have nothing to do with mass or religious services. Usually during the summer, there's always like concerts on schedule. But once the winter hits, that either completely fades out or it's a lot more limited there is a link to the schedule that I'll have in the description of this podcast episode on allthingsison.com, as well as the tower is not always available when the church is open. 
And what I mean by that is if there's service or mass, you're not allowed to go up in the tower. Different times of the month, they just have it posted. So be sure, like I mentioned, to, to check out that. So if you are interested in getting that 360 view, especially if it's a beautiful, clear day in Reykjavik, it's worth it to go up there because it's an inexpensive way to get such amazing shots of the city or just the views with your eyes. Tickets to any concerts are sold at the church shop. And it's also a website called Tix, T-I-X dot I-S, in which they sell tickets to, to concerts that are happening. For the random fact of the episode, the church is named after Hatlgrimur Petersson, which you might have heard me say that name a little bit earlier, who's one of the best-known poets in Iceland. He lived from the year 1614 to 1674. And this is according to the website of Hatlgrimskirke Church. So I'm going to be quoting here. So, quote, when still a child, his father moved to Bishop's residence at Holar in Hjaltadalur in the north of Iceland, and Hatlgrimur there received education. He was apprenticed as a blacksmith in Copenhagen, but abandoned the trade and studied in Vorfruskol from 1632 to 1637. While there, he met Gvudrider who had been in slavery in Algeria and just, you know, in quote for a second, I will do an episode about Icelandic slaves that ended up being taken by Algerians. It's a wild story. Okay, back to the quote. Hatlgrimur and Gudrider returned to Iceland where Hatlgrimur became a priest at Kvalsnes in the Reykjanes Peninsula and later at Saurbair in Kvalfjörður. He died in 1674. Hatlgrimur is most famous for his Hymns of the Passion, a series of 50 meditations on the martyrdom of Christ, written in 1656 to 1659. The poems are generally considered to be classic in Icelandic literature. End quote. So it's no surprise that they ended up naming this church after Hatlgrimur. Overall, though, the church is one of the many amazing places in Reykjavik that you should check out during your visit. The Icelandic word of the episode is Skolavörðurstígur, which is the street that's leading up to the church. And it's basically School Cairn Street. So a cairn is a mound of stones built as a memorial or landmark. In this case, it was a landmark for locals. In 1793, one was placed where the church currently stands to serve as a marker for locals who wanted to see the sites and just get a nice panoramic view of the surrounding area. A lot less buildings, of course, were back then, so they could easily get it from this hill. And cairns, uh, which you'll see around the countryside if you drive around Iceland, were commonly used in the past in Iceland to help people who were traveling to stay on course. I hope you enjoyed this episode about this iconic church. If you're enjoying the podcast, please feel free to leave a written review on whatever platform you're listening to this on, if they allow you, of course, to do that. If not, a rating is very helpful as well and greatly appreciated, mainly because it helps people to know that this is a podcast that individuals are enjoying. And if you are able to write a review, please feel free to let people know what you've learned or why it was helpful for you so that they can know why it might be worth it for them if it fits their needs and what they're looking for regarding learning about Iceland. As always, thank you so much for listening and sharing with others. Thank you so much for listening and sharing with others.